So we've come to that part of the programme where we have a look at the Bible. We're looking at some words from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 7 to 11. And it says this, The end of all things is near. Therefore be alert and of sober mind, so that you may pray. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should speak as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power for ever and ever. Amen. So Pamela, what are your thoughts on those words? Have you ever watched Star Trek? Whenever danger is near, whoever is in command orders the ship to red alert. And this is the warning Peter has given to us as believers. We need to be on red alert, ready and prepare. When the ship is at red alert, the siren blasts, the lights flashes red, and everybody rushes to their station. Everybody is doing their job or prepared to do their job. They know others are dependent on them. Peter wants us to be on our guard armed with the strongest weapons that we have in our arsenal. This weapon is far more powerful than any machine of man. This weapon is the power of prayer. A pray for God's will to be done. A pray for love for each other. Praying to love not only our friends and family, but everyone deeply. Can you imagine if we all showed love to each other rather than allowing pride, jealousy, or even hatred into our hearts? What a difference the world will be. Can you imagine being humble enough to forgive those who hurt you rather than seeking justice? When the ship is at red alert, the crew grows to their station. This is what Peter tells us to do with the gifts we have. If you are a good encourager, encourage others. If you make cups of teas, make those cups of teas. If you clean, then clean. We all have a gift, and even though your gift may not put you on stage, your gift may enable others to get on the stage. Imagine if the buildings we use were never clean. Would you want to work there? Imagine if there was no encouragers in the world. Without the Barnabas, the other disciples would have been afraid of Paul and not believed his conversion. Without Paul, the Bible would be radically different. Whatever talent God has given you, make the most of it and serve others. You will find that by helping others, this also helps you. Whatever we do, we should do it as we're doing this for the Lord. If you're serving the Lord, would you grumble? Would you do the best you can? Therefore, when we serve others, do it to the best of our abilities. Let's not grumble when we're serving, but serving with the right attitude, the difference in you will be noticeable. That difference can spark an evangelical conversation or water a seed planted by someone else. We do not know what change we, we can be making, but we can easily encourage with a good attitude. From personal experience, I know how easy it can be hurt with an awful attitude. Remember, we are at red alert, so be at your station, ready and prepared. This morning we're looking at 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 7 to 11. So here's a question for you to start with. Would you like some good news? 
I bet you do, because after what's happened over the last year or so has been really hard work, hasn't it? And I think I'd, you would agree with me that we could do with some good news, right? So here it is. The end of all things is near. And how is that good news, I hear you ask? Well, okay, if you don't believe me, then you might want to keep listening. You see, here wrapped up in Apostle Peter's words, here is some great news. The word end that he uses here in this verse is a bit like the end of an act in a play. It describes the end of an event, but not necessarily the apocalyptic ending resulting in total annihilation and then nothingness. It's not that kind of end. Other examples of the word are like end of a storm, or end of a speech, or ending of a prayer, or maybe a feast or a festival. And this is great news. Listen, our current affairs at the moment, of pain and suffering, of wars, famine, disease, earthquakes and floods, of intense selfishness and disregard for God and each other. See, do you recognise these kinds of things when you watch the news? Well, it's, it's coming to an end. But not in the sense that there's going to be nothing after this life. Oh, no, no, no. There's a very bright future promised. In the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 4 to 6, it says, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, and there shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of water of life freely to him who thirsts. Now isn't that a beautiful, hopeful picture of what is to come? And it links back to what the Apostle Peter starts this, his first letter, with from verse 3. It says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. What a wonderful living hope to have in this life now. And it's yours, it's ours through faith in Jesus. And sadly, that's where some people switch off. It's often a step too far to believe in someone you can't see. And then, of course, there, there might be uh, being put off by a bad experience or perception of a church or somebody calling themselves a Christian. And I'm, I'm truly very sorry for that. But faith in Jesus Christ is just that. It's faith. A complete confidence in somebody based on a spiritual conviction rather than proof. If we can even muster even that smallest seed of faith within us towards believing that Jesus offers us eternal life, then God will do the rest in us. And the promise of an unimaginable, beautiful future becomes ours. I'm going to leave it there for this week, but I really want to encourage you with the good news that this world and period of time is coming to an end, like a chapter in a book. And after it, for those of us who have faith in Jesus Christ, there is a stunning future of peace and life. Please put aside any previous experiences or misunderstandings you may have had in the past and seek Jesus today. The end of all things is near. Happy days. <laughs>